listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 354. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, though. We're totally going to need more caffeine to get through this, aren't we? John Brownstone. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. It's a high caffeinated kind of day. It's one of those days. It's one of those. We're double fisting it with the, <laughs> the coffees and <laughs> you caffeine. You ain't lying, kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a little ironic the way we feel because when I think of the topic, because I think some of our need for more caffeine is actually related to our topic. Agreed. Uh, we are talking about bearing the mental load, like what that is, what that term means, how we personally experience it. And from our personal experiences, what it can look like in power exchange relationships. Uh, we are uh, being weighed down by our mental load right now, I think, even though we each have our own separate loads that we're hauling. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. fun times. Mm -hmm. This will be an uplifting conversation. <laughs> Everybody will leave feeling really good, won't they? Probably need a drink afterwards. <laughs> no. Sorry. Uh, Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BD... What's our name? I don't know. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate loving ds and the number one so that's at loving ds one or on youtube at youtube.com slash loving bdsm where you can watch us live stream the podcast every wednesday all links are in the show notes you know i should probably edit that little blip out but we don't do us that being us i won't do it no because <laughs> when you listen to these episodes it's like sitting down at, at the table with us and us talking and i don't edit myself very well in real life no you don't why are we gonna start now oh, there you go yeah okay <laughs> and before we get started i know you're gonna turn on the fan so that's yep. the hum in the back if uh if anybody's like what is that sound we're hot it's florida it's june it's hot around here y'all okay so announcements the first one first one I'm very excited about a big huge wonderful thank you to beducated for sponsoring yeah. this week's episode uh we've talked about beducated before mm -hmm. we're talking about it again they are an online learning platform you know like others you've probably heard sponsorships by but they focus on sex and kink and they work with legit sex kink relationship experts and educators who are the ones that provide the classes and there are classes about so many things um you don't have to be in a relationship to take these classes but if you are in a relationship and you take the class together uh chances are you're improving your sex life your kink life your relationship whatever class you take they offer over a hundred courses and i've even noticed i was in the platform like just i've been in it for a few weeks now they've got these things they call like quick they call it quick bites quick something quickies i think they just call it quickies Ooh. and it's right instead of like a full <laughs> course it's like a little bite-sized bit mm -hmm, so you can mm -hmm. like get some real quick tips sort of on the go there you go um the things we care about of course are the kink courses do i want their kink section to be bigger than it is yes has it grown since we like learned that they exist also yes okay and the classes are primarily video based um there will be some text sometimes sometimes there's like a pdf sometimes there's extra but it's mostly video and like those other platforms that aren't talking what the cool kids are talking about uh <laughs> it's a go at your own pace kind of thing like you'll watch a three five ten minute segment and you're like oh shit, i don't have time you come back later watch some more pick up where you left off the kind of tips that the educators give you are actionable you can like 
you know, be in bed alone or together and like start practicing right away. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, yeah. Where did I, did I, I lost my train of thought. Okay. The ones we are most partial to, they have a shibari uh, class. If you're trying to learn some basics of rope, uh, they have a body bondage one, which that's just sexy to me. Cause that's kind of how I like my restraint. Like I'm like, I'm, um, you sure you can tie me up, but mostly just pin me down, please. And thank you. Uh, <laughs> they have a wax play course. They have, um, uh, courses that they put under the kink section that maybe some people don't consider kinky. Some people do, but they're there. There's pegging, there's anal, there's mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff like that. They also have two. Now you will not catch me taking these. Y'all know how we, how I feel about this, but they have two courses devoted to dirty talk. So if you're like, yeah, I'm into it, but man, I struggle. There you go. You got two courses. So if any of this sounds of interest to you, if you're like, mm, maybe, maybe this is what I need to like learn some new things, especially, you know, hot summer, we're trying to stay inside where it's air conditioned, assuming you have air conditioning, you know, heat it up in another way is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, use our link in the places, uh, description box for YouTube, show notes for uh, podcast listeners. Uh, check it out. If you use our code loving, you get 40% off an annual pass. They let you look around for 24 hours at no charge. So they don't even charge you like that first day. You can sort of look around and go, hey, is this what I need? Is this what I want? If it's not fine, cancel everything. You're good. But if it is, you're good to go. Uh, they also offer a 14 day money back guarantee. So if you're like, I thought this was something that I needed and uh, uh, within those first two weeks, you can get your money back, but uh, they've got, they've got some good stuff. I, I don't, I think you, you might, you might enjoy it is what I'm saying. So link in the places loving is the code say 40% off when you get an annual pass, check it out. Thank you to Beducated for sponsoring this week's episode. <laughs> Yay! This is where I wish we did sound effects with like applause and like cheers and stuff. <laughs> Next announcement, I actually wrote it down so I would mm. remember it. This Friday, what are dates? It's this, it'll be June 16th. So for podcast listeners, the day this episode comes out, uh, we're going live on YouTube, 9.30 PM for our monthly virtual munch, random chit chatty hangout where we just sort of bullshit. Also a BDSM Q and A. Uh, last month, y'all got us to stay until God. Was it like close to one o'clock? I think so. That will not happen this time because no. we have we have stuff we have to do on Saturday. We, we have such a busy weekend coming up. Oh my gosh. Yes, but we're still going live. It'll probably still yeah. be close to midnight. So if you can't be there right at 9.30, you got time. 9.30 PM Eastern, our time zone. I don't know your time zone conversion things on the internet exist if you got to figure that out. So we're going live. It's open to everybody. Um, we're hanging out. We're being goofy. We'll also answer questions. I don't think there will be uh, adult beverages at this one because we do have an early morning on Saturday. And a long drive. And a very long drive and a lot to do that day. But we might talk about that more later. But that is coming up this Friday, June 16th. Yay! Okay. Let's see, let's get started here. The first thing I wanted to do was to talk about what the heck the expression mental load even means. Yeah, when you brought this up to me, I was <laughs> like, I, I kind of looked at you like a deer in headlights. Right, but then the moment I explained it to you, went, oh, because oh, yeah. I think all of us, I know all of us experience it to some level, but we might not know that there's a uh, term for it. And quite frankly, I uh, have learned about it most through 
um, the Instagram algorithm going, oh, you want to know about relationships here? And then they tend to be the most mm. non-kinky, heterosexual uh, relationships ever. And I'm like, am I giving off those vibes? Okay. <laughs> but I learned stuff and then I like, you know, put it through my kink filter and go, oh, I know how that applies to kink life. So concept of mental load is the cognitive effort involved in managing in this definition your work your relationships a family and a household mental load is the whole bundle of details you manage throughout the day it has to do with your responsibilities formal or not as well as the decisions you have to make somebody else i've got two links to articles um in the New York Times, they did an article with somebody who had actually studied the concept of mental load. Mm. And that person said that they feel like there are four parts to mental load. Okay. There's antici anticipate, identify, decide, monitor. Um, so I'm going to give you a very non-kinky example that fit really well because I just did it last night. And then I realized what we I had done and then we could talk about it. And we were like, oh, yeah, we did. We basically negotiated mental load here. <laughs> so... Uh, every so often I go through a streak of just for several days in a row, I'm just thinking of what we are need to have for dinner, planning it, right? Uh, so I'm anticipating that a meal has to be cooked for the family. Uh, <laughs> I identify the problem. What the fuck are we going to eat? I identify what ingredients do we have? I identify what have we not had for a while? So not everybody's bored with the options. Um, and then I have to decide do we have it, what it'll be, I have to get it done, and then I have to monitor it, make sure the ingredients are there, make sure it gets cooked, it's probably me cooking. The whole meal process is like, start to finish a constant thing, I think most of us can relate to that. Who knew as adults that the, the thing we would think about the most is, how will I feed myself and anybody living in my household up to three times a day, every day for the rest of my <laughs> life? Nobody prepared me for that with adulthood. So, night before we record, are you trying to get Onyx up here? If anybody's wondering what the scratching is. <laughs> um, night before we record, I'd had about four or five days in a row where I'd just been thinking of our meals and planning them and cooking them and making sure we had what we need. And oh my God, Onyx is all around the courts. Okay. Um, and last night I finally looked at JB and went, I love you. Uh, you know, I'm happy to participate in, in this part of our life together. I said, but I am exhausted. I, <laughs> yeah, you please, did. please, please. I don't care what it is you decide. But for tomorrow night, which happens to be tonight, I was like, I don't care what we eat. I just need to be the one. I need to not be the one who has to decide it or prepare it, please. And JB went, yeah, sure. I'll take care of that. Uh, <laughs> and then it took the mental off so well the mental load off so, so well that I forgot dinner even existed. <laughs> we had, he told me last night what we were gonna have tonight and we do that for one another. So we're both aware of what needs to come out of a freezer to thaw if, if anything. Um, and we both forgot about it until what, like 10 o'clock this morning. You're like, oh crap, yeah. I gotta pull the hamburger out to thaw. And I went, oh, I handed over that mental load so well, I forgot dinner existed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So everything we do has some level of mental load. Yeah. Uh, that's just the nature of things. Um, I feel like this topic connects really well to conversations we've had in the past, like decision fatigue. Like if you're, mm. if you've been under a lot of a mental load for a lot of things, or just it's been a very stressful time and the things you're having to think about are causing stress or causing psychological whatever, you know, decision fatigue is 
can be what follows as is burnout, which we've talked about that. And then of course, you know, God from, I don't even know how long ago we talked about self-care. One of the ways to take care of yourself is when you can passing off some level of mental load to give yourself a break. So thinking about our personal mental loads in life in general, but also specifically within power exchange, especially when it's causing exhaustion or burnout, or we're just not feeling like we're uh, firing on all cylinders. That's how I know I'm not. I almost couldn't think of that expression. (laughs) Um, It becomes important to think about and then to talk about with a partner to see where you're both at. Can somebody take some of that mental load even temporarily? So it's something that affects everybody regardless of the flavor of your relationship. It affects you even when you are not in a relationship. Um, Sometimes there's not much you can do about your mental load, especially if maybe you don't have a partner or if you and your partner are both under extreme strain. That's been our experience lately. Um, But I do think being aware of it, um, being able to kind of recognize and go, oh. And then sometimes, quite frankly, sometimes what you do is you just sit down and go, you know that thing that I really need to decide is just gonna have to wait a hot minute, I can't right now. But, um, so that's sort of the all encompassing thing about mental load. What, mm-hmm. based on that, the definition, like, what do you think about mental load? Your mental load, the mental load? I'm, I'm trying not to think about it because I don't have much space left up there right now. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> what does that tell you? It does sometimes <laughs> feel like being a hard drive that's just running out of memory. Like there's just, yeah. oh, it was a four terabyte doodly lolly. Oh, well, we've used 3.999 terabytes. <laughs> Uh, the conversation yeah. tends to come up most where I um, am learning about this concept in uh, cishet relationships where the women in those relationships tend to take on the lion's share of keeping mm. a relationship, keeping a household, keeping a family going. Um, and even with the the way we have structured our relationship, even with the lines of communication that we have open, even with your absolute ability and willingness to participate fully. I do think it still happens to me. I don't know how much Mm -hmm. of it is gender role and how much of it is relationship role. We'll get into that. Um, But the way I kind of wanted to talk about this because everybody will experience how a heavy mental load affects them. Um, But I do think it, everybody, it affects everybody differently is what I'm trying to say. I am so sorry, the words are just, vanishing as I'm saying them. <laughs> I don't even have faith We're in, in myself today, folks. that Big I'm saying trouble. the words before they vanish. So uh, there will be a lot of repeating. Um, but I want to talk about mental load specifically yeah. within power exchange from mm-hmm. your perspective as a dominant, because dominance will have a certain mental load based on the responsibilities you take on as the dominant. Mm-hmm. And then we'll switch gears and I'll share my experiences and mine are going to be probably very specific to service submission, which not all submissives can relate to. I get that. But let's start yeah. first with you. And and based on what we understand about mental load, good and bad, mm-hmm. negative, positive, neutral, go. <laughs> um, I, I would have to say that some days as a dominant, it can be overwhelming. All right because there's there's so many things that are going through my mind at any given time uh, especially 
because of the fact that we also work together and our work life revolves around kink. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, I need to get up tomorrow morning and I'm, I'm going to be out in the shop. What am I going to make? What do I have time? I need to make knives. I need to make this. Oh, and then there is this that has been sitting <laughs> on the side for however how long. And the one thing I am grateful for in our relationship is that in our dynamic, we have very uh, solid roles, mm-hmm. okay, in that you have certain functions that you perform, and I do not have to um, follow you around. Thank God. You know, <laughs> look over your shoulder, you know, did you do this? Did you, you know, did you take care of this? Did you take care of that? And, and that is something I am very grateful for. And um, that helps me a lot, mm-hmm. you know, but, and, and I'm, I'm going to say, even with, um, you know, the, the kink load of what we have to do, you know, okay, um, you know, Wednesday is our time to play. What are we going to do? Right. Yeah. There's yeah, the mental know, load of figuring out what we're fig- doing. Figuring all. all that, you know, okay, well, now we're at a point where we have to kind of keep things quiet. So what, what do we do now to, you know, to keep things quiet and, and go from there? Um, you know, but I, I'm going to say, because as us, as a couple, there are so many other things that factor into this mm-hmm. that are outside of the kink. Mm-hmm. Okay. There is our life with the kids. There is, um, you know, I know you don't think about this too much, but I do, you know, because neighbors, what's going yeah. on. I do you know, think about it, but I rely on you to but, think but about you, it more. You don't, <laughs> you, you don't deal with it. I, I am the one who, when I'm outside working in the garage, I am the the face the, the the front face of this house, so to speak, because people see me right way more than they see you. Um, and I like it that way. That I, I that's by you, design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then there is you know what appointments do we have today? You know, I <laughs> foolishly was looking forward to summer with the boys being out of school, thinking things would kind of calm down a little bit with the running around and get a chance to breathe oh, boy was i mistaken mm-hmm. i think we have more appointments yes than we did yes prior and um you know i am grateful <laughs> for the uh online calendar we created very grateful for that 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 has been a big help but um you know, in, in balancing all these things, one thing I have learned, and I am still am learning, even at this point in my life, um, it can be hard to figure out what to prioritize. Oh, yeah. If okay. everything's a priority, yeah. then nothing's a priority. Y- y- you know, um, because there are, there are sometimes I, I find things that, oh, this really should be... A, a major priority and this you know can kind of get pushed to the back a little bit 
And then, oh, no, that thing you thought wasn't important turns out to be very important. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's, it is a mental juggling act is oh, what yeah, it is. For sure. I, that, that's the best way I can put it. it. It's a mental juggling act. Now, specific to your role in our relationship, the dumb, mm -hmm. the, the decider, yeah. the one in charge, the daddy, <laughs> when it comes to... Is for us, we're 24 seven. So our, our power exchange overlaps and intersects with everything we do. Um, the only thing that's sort of outside the bounds is parenting. And even that yeah. I will default to my role when I agree. And then I will step outside of my role when there's contention and we got to deal with it. Right. But when you are aware that what you're needing to think about, do plan, figure out, mm -hmm falls within the scope of being your dominant self. Like you're gonna ultimately make this decision or you're going to direct this or you're going to lead, whatever it happens to be. Yeah. Does that make bearing the mental load of whatever it is easier? Does it matter? Is it contextual? Mm. Does it, it depends on what's going on? It depends on what's going on. There are some days that I can just, you know, mentally balance things out in a heartbeat without even hardly giving it a thought. Mm -hmm. And other times, like today, actually the last few days, um, it's been a chore. Mm -hmm. It has been a chore to work things out because there has just been so much. Yeah. Every, so much. I feel like, I know from my perspective, every every activity and every detail and mm -hmm. every future plan all happening at once right. all have their own I mean, large load to figure that's out. That's just like, just to give you an example, mm -hmm. um, you know, we have been in a whirlwind of appointments all this week, everybody. I still have some coming up tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And um, in my head, I was thinking about the thing that we have to do this weekend. Mm-hmm was next weekend oh no i hate it when that happens yeah yeah <laughs> i hate yeah. it when that happens there you go because you're like oh i'm free and clear and i've got this time and i don't have to think about that for a little bit longer and right. then oops no actually it's impending <laughs> yep oh, no so you know and and that throws a, a wrench in the gears mm -hmm. so to speak when you just you know, said, you know, it's this, like, let's go over our Friday, schedule. <laughs> Friday, Friday night, we're going to be doing the, the, you know, hangout. And then next morning and like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's tough sometimes. Mm -hmm. And are you, and again, I'm sure this is dependent upon everything else going on, but I'm thinking of some of the, the stuff coming up. Oh, you're walking away and I want to ask you a question. It's just Lola readjusting okay. on her bed. It's good. Um, I thought like, it was a cat. No, no, no. I, yeah. It was Lola. Anyway, well, you... um, thinking about some of the things coming up that you have to plan for and you, and you have to make happen, like mm -hmm. the stuff happening with your mom's, it feels so weird to say estate, but technically that's I what know, it is. Yeah. Your mom's estate. That is, all I can do is is facilitate and assist. Like I can't, mm -hmm. I don't make decisions for that. I'm not, that's all you with whatever support I can offer. 
but that's also a highly charged emotional thing on top of just being kind of a logistic nightmare. So the mental load isn't just how do we make this happen? It's how do I navigate my feelings, this person's feelings, mm-hmm. what might come, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. just double the mental load of it. When you are adding the emotional aspect, good or bad, like I'm picking mm-hmm. an example that is in one way it's it's a bittersweet thing because it's like, okay, finally, but also, oh my God, this like low key sucks. Um, do you find that, what do you find bogs you down more in that situation? The emotional aspect of the mental load or the logistical? For me, the emotional. Is that typical for you or is for that, me, it depends on the situation. For, for me, it is that the emotional is more typical. Um, the logistics of something, that is something I can very easily work out Mm -hmm. that that is not the problem it's the emotions um for example um what was it now um a week ago two weeks when we went down to newport richie nine time nine time has no meaning right words so um you know we were on our way down there to meet with my sister and start working things out um of which i was did not expect to even that much to happen. Right, you didn't even have the faith in I, the situation I, to think that was going to happen. The way the way things have been, I did not even have faith. I figured the night before she was going to call and cancel. Sure. Um, and you know, just to show you folks too a little bit inner workings in my head, and and how you know the emotional part plays a, a big um, thing for me. I, I can't think of words. What now. are words we don't know? But anyway. As we were driving down there, I, I turned to this one here, and I said, look, I need you to be my, um, how did I put it, stopgate. Yeah, you basically said, keep me in check. Keep me in check. Yeah. Um, Y'all don't know me. I can be very um, willful. Can be uh, very emotional. Very stubborn when I, I think something should be done a certain way. Yeah, there's, um, you were not like this with everybody. You're not no. even like this with a lot of people, but in certain situations with certain people, your ability to compromise gets shut off like yeah. a tap. Like it, it's just Yeah, it, it's, e- it's either full on or <laughs> or off, like, yeah. more like a switch. Um, yeah. And and especially um, dealing with that portion of the family, it happens quite a bit. Um, Past trauma, folks. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, so I, I told her, I said, look, I need you to keep me in check mm-hmm. um, because I know how I can be, uh, especially with these people. Um, I need you, if, if you think I am getting to a point that I am digging my heels in unreasonably, mm-hmm. um, you know, I need you to stop me. So I'm curious about that. Speaking of the mental load side of that, did that, did knowing that I would do that mm-hmm. and I'm capable of doing that, did that ease anything for you? Did that make it a little bit it easier? Did. It did. Um, by by giving you that task, sure. so to speak. Sure. Um, it was absolutely a task. You know, yep, yep. It, it made me feel like, okay, I, I can do this. I have a safety valve. Okay. 
I have a safety valve, so I know that if I start pushing too hard or or stepping out of line, mm-hmm. it will be in check. Mm-hmm. And that in and of itself right there, I think made that whole day sure a lot more um, fluid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think you benefited from something that part of the mental load of the definition is there's anticipation, right? Like you mm-hmm. anticipate what needs to be done or you anticipate what might happen. And in your mind, you're planning for that. Now, not everybody does that, I get it, but many yeah. of us do. And I think in a situation where you know that the outcome could be and probably will be negative, the front load of the mental Mm -hmm. load is a lot heavier because you're also then, you're not just preparing for what you need to do or how it might go, you're then having to prepare for, you know, to manage your own emotions, to deal with other people's emotions. And in that particular situation, it went better than either of us anticipated. So, Thankfully, you are the type of person that when things start going better than you anticipate, you kind of flow with that. And mm-hmm. so you were a bit lighter. I was still over there, like in my mind, going, watch for watch for unnecessary uh, uh, arguments here that, that from an outsider's perspective, like it's right. not productive. Like I was still watching for it. Mm-hmm. But I could feel you sort of lighten up and, you know, f- find the way to go with the flow because things were going better than you anticipated and I, I don't know about you i like it obviously when things are better than i anticipate but yeah i get frustrated usually with myself if i spent all of that mental energy and effort prior to worrying about worst case scenario only to find out mm-hmm. i didn't have to spend all that time and energy worrying about worst yeah. case scenario yeah. it's like oh yeah. god okay i wish i was I wired differently <laughs> Well, you know, you know, no, and and I understand that, and and there are certain things, you know, that yes, that absolutely applies. Um, with with this, there have been so many things, you know, that had been um, not copacetic in, in either, and you know, so many walls sure. run into. And also, you're a dominant who. The, the core of being a dominant is at a certain level you want control and you want control over more parts of your life than probably the average person. Mm-hmm. And also <laughs> uh, have a very low tolerance for being out of control in certain parts of your life. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think too, what it comes down to, um, I, I have, and, and I, I don't know if it is part of my dominance um, or if it is, uh, at this point, more perceived by my age, but I have extremely low tolerance for bullshit <laughs> anymore. That, that is true. Okay. That's true. And, you know, that, uh, you know, there, there was quite a bit of bullshit. <laughs> Sure. You know, let's be honest about it. Right. In involved with this, and and you know that that's what was really um, getting under my skin. Sure. That added to your mental load. For, you know, for sure. But even even though this was a, I don't want to say a mundane thing, but you know, an, an everyday life thing. Mm-hmm. Knowing that I could give you that task. 
um, kind of bringing some of it under our power exchange, mm -hmm. under our dynamic, mm -hmm. helped. Yeah, I have found that uh, that sometimes being able, I can ease my own mental load by leaning into, hey, daddy, you're the one in charge here. Mm -hmm. Will you take this on? Will you help me with this? Yeah. I'd like to switch gears a little bit because it, okay. there is definitely a, I think people, I know in, in my personal experience, I'm much more aware of mental load when things are bad or negative or just hard. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when mental load absolutely increases. But because we're talking about power exchange and king care, I would like to switch gears real quick. Okay. And focus on what the mental load is like when you are, you know, exploring a new kink, mm -hmm. uh, planning a scene, um, because as we've talked about in the past, in our relationship, unless there's something that I come across, I'm like, ooh, yeah, let's do that. I'm thinking about other things. You tend to be the one who's like, oh, I came across this thing. Right. I'm interested. Are you interested? You you tend to introduce the kink uh, activities, toys, methods, whatever. And mm. then of course, as we've stated many times in the past, you plan all of our scenes. Uh, the right. input I might provide is, I'm in the mood for this, I'm not in the mood for that, my tummy hurts. It's almost always my tummy hurts or my head hurts um, to give you the information. But so there is a legitimate mental load, although it may be a positive one and an enjoyable one mm -hmm. for be for that being part of your role as a dominant. So yeah. let's for a few minutes kind of talk about that because I think that there are probably, especially newer dominants out there who might find themselves surprised at maybe how overwhelming it can be at times or how you can be unsure of yourself, not just from a, let's physically do this, but holy mm -hmm. shit, now I gotta like plan it and make it happen yeah. and think about it. And that that's a real part of it power is. exchange. It is, um, I mean, you've known me long enough. Um, when it comes to the research part, to learning a thing, man, I'm, I'm all in it. Oh, I, I trust anything you tell me you've researched because I think I'm a researcher and you got me beat. You've got the patience I don't have. I mean, I, you know, when I'm when I'm looking into something, uh, regardless of what it is, kink or otherwise, you know, before before I even bring it up to you, I've I've researched it. I've got 50 tabs open in the browser. Yup. Uh, you know, but um. Yeah, you know, yeah, when it comes to the research, oh, I'm all in it. Mm -hmm. I am all in it. Give me books, give me websites, give me, you know, anything like that, and I'm all over it. Um, I, I think what comes after that has become a little more difficult, mm -hmm. the planning of everything mm -hmm. uh, we are both at points in our lives where there are so many variables outside of our our power exchange and our kink that that need to be brought into uh play so to speak mm -hmm. you have to consider so much so much different Who's things in the house how right. long will they be gone if they're leaving right is this uh, a loud thing or a quiet thing yeah um, you know, where your mental state is and, you know, the way things have been with me, where my mental state wow. is, where, you know, um, let, let's face it, I've been, you know, have my own health issues 
Sure. You know, what is my physical thing like? What is your physical mm -hmm. thing like? Mm -hmm. So in planning something, all that needs to be taken into account anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, more so than just saying, you know, hey, I, let's do this tomorrow, okay? Right. I'm, you know. <laughs> I, I'm wondering, and I think I know the answer to this. I think this is one is an obvious one, but uh, from a mental load standpoint, I feel like being in a long distance relationship, the mental load of deciding what we would do when was almost easier, easier. because we were allocating the time, kids were dealt with, we, yeah. like we were coming together for that purpose and our lives were not so intertwined that yes, things mm -hmm. might have to shift if you arrived and I'm feeling bad or you're feeling bad, yeah. okay, plans, mm -hmm. whatever. But in general, our kink life, when we didn't live together, <laughs> It was, was much, it, it was in a way simpler. It was simpler. It was probably more creative. It was certainly yeah. kinkier. And, like, and yet, different and time. yet, in all honesty, you know, um, you know, view myself as Polly, mm -hmm. um, had been in a long distance relationship and I can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have it in me to be able to do that anymore because there are other factors in a long distance relationship that require a huge mental load that aren't about the physical it's mm -hmm. usually about the mental or emotional connection and navigating two separate right. lives coming together on that on in that vein living together makes it a lot easier because mm -hmm. we know most of the time what's going on with the other one. We yeah. already have our lives kind of in sync. So right. the mental load of like, just when am I gonna talk to you? Yeah. It, that's not even a mm -hmm. factor anymore. So yeah. I, I, I mean, at, at this point, not that I'm at a, at a point for any other outside relationship right now, but long distance for me is just totally sure. off the table. You know, it's it's funny, as said many times, you're uh, non-monogamous in practice, I'm in theory. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes when I think about the, what it takes, even when it's good and it's exciting and it's like, it's giving you all the serotonin and dopamine um, <laughs> of you know, flirtations that turn into something that then you've got the new relationship energy. I, the mental load of just thinking about what that's like, even if it would feel good and mm -hmm. it would be exciting. I'm exhausted before we, like the yeah. theoretical person that doesn't even exist. I'm like, oh no, too tired, can't do it. There's not enough yeah. room up here yeah. to give somebody what and, they And you know, that's, that's the thing. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about how this, the, this all, you know, intertwines with kink, but that that mental load incorporates with everything. Yeah, you can't. You, you there, there's you not can't a distinct. Separate it all out there, now. There's not like a, a drawn line that you know. Mm -hmm. di no, distinctly I'm not. Divides. In this moment, going okay, I'm only thinking about the mental load as my life as a submissive doing this one task, <laughs> right? and that's it. Everything else is like <laughs> blanked out behind a wall. Like yeah. it all is piled on top they're, of each other. They're they're all mm -hmm. interwoven and intertwined mm -hmm. in 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 so many ways. So. You know, it's um, it it can be tough, and and like I say, a lot of it comes down to, you know, there are some days I can just like okay, 
this is what we're doing. This is how it's going to go. This is what's going to be used. This is, you know, and, and when it's going to happen. And excuse me, folks. <laughs> um, and other days, I mean, take for today, for example. Normally Wednesdays are when we, Wednesday mornings are when we play. And, and I looked at you this morning because you asked me, you said, you know, do you have anything planned? And I was like, yes. Um, matter of fact, I do. But um, I am at a point today, don't ask me to do any of it. Right. You know, let's plan for tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. You know, because right now, for me to, you know, do anything, uh, I, I don't have it in me, physically or emotionally. Well, here's what's funny about that mental load being what it, what it, what it is, how we've both been kind of just, there's, it's, we're overwhelmed we're tired we're mm-hmm. getting yes we're we're all of that i don't know uh normally i'm asking you about that on monday or tuesday yeah i don't wait until wednesday morning when <laughs> i should be naked <laughs> to go what's our scene today uh, <laughs> yeah so yeah. um unless there's something else you want Mm-mm. to add i think that's nope. a good segue into into yeah so we're gonna yeah. switch switch gears a <laughs> bit um into I can only speak from my perspective and the part of me that gets just exhausted by my mental load. I absolutely directly connect to the side of me that is a service submissive. Uh, my baby girl side, uh, she's light and fun and uh, sometimes whiny and pouty, but like that's the no thoughts, no decisions, just vibes side. Um, the part of me that is planning and thinking and figuring out and trying to decide what happens next who, what where that's my service submissive side now in mm. our relationship i am not just the service submissive to whatever jb wants needs we've decided together i'm yeah. also the default parent i'm that's also true. the life admin coordinator <laughs> mm-hmm. um, partly because we lean heavily into each other's strengths and skill sets. True. And when it comes to planning, coordinating, making sure the little details are handled, I am good at that. Is Can JB do that? Yes, but it's gonna be actually a bigger mental load for him to figure out his way through that when I'm like, I got this, it's gonna be faster mm-hmm. and easier for me. So as a service submissive in a 24 seven power exchange, I am thinking of both the tasks and routines that we have very carefully negotiated and I know exactly what's expected Mm -hmm. of me and I know what I need to do. I'm then thinking about how that needs to fit into every other part of my day that some of it is just life of being a parent, of being a business owner, of just being a human being. Some of it is, and we've talked about this, like it's been a hot minute. we both allow me like i i like it this way and jb mostly is okay with this i do a lot of anticipatory services not reactive i'm not waiting to be told something i'm looking at a situation and going how can i do this and help him out how can i be of service how can i don't even think of it as be of service i think of how can i take care of my daddy and i look at most of our life together through that lens so 
the mental load when you take on those tasks, regardless of your role, can can the dominant partner be at the default parent, be the life admin of fucking course. Um, and in most power exchanges, you are trying to take care of each other. You just might view it differently or use different words. It's not always a caregiver little kind of thing. I get that. But every, almost every moment of every day, part of my mental load is, is there something I need to be doing to figure out a thing that takes care of the people that I care about? And that's everybody in this household. So that's what doctor's appointments need to be made. Um, I dragged (laughs) the oldest in for just a wellness visit because knock on wood, we're so lucky our kids do not tend to get physically ill or injured. And when you're an indoor cat who mostly stays in your one corner of your house, it's real hard to get injured that way, uh, except for maybe strain from holding the gamer controller thingies. I don't know. <laughs> right. But the carpal tunnel is his problem 20 or 30 years right. ago. Um, so we're very fortunate with that. But I was like in in a flash out of nowhere as we're, you know, one of my constant or consistent thoughts is about this kid going off to college. I like had this flash in my brain of, wait, aren't there recommended vaccinations or or procedures or whatever whatever for kids going off to college holy shit i haven't had this kid into a doctor for physical health Mm. in a couple of years we need to do that this summer so the way i operate is i had the thought i had to act on it or the thought would just be gone um and that was on that happened in a moment where i might have been making dinner or i might have been planning a business thing or i might have been just going through a task like getting the bed ready, doing coffee, like whatever mm-hmm. our power exchange tasks are. And that's the effect of when you are the person in the relationship who has your hands in all parts of life, the mental load, the mental load doesn't even stop when I'm sleeping. My dreams stress me out. I, <laughs> like when I remember my dreams lately, at least they're always moving very fast and I'm always trying to catch up to something or run from something or remember something. They're very, very anxious uh, focused. There's so much anxiety in my dreams. Um, and yes, finally sitting down and making a, a calendar. Somebody asked in the live stream, it's just a Google calendar. It's, it's just, nothing fa- fancy. Yeah, no, Google, um, um, yeah. That's, we share it. Mm-hmm. Doing that helped a lot. Yes. It absolutely helped a lot because what I have found that I've had to get better at, but I could only get better at because you were the type of partner who was willing to understand that there's a mental load to everything and you'll share it to the extent that you can, was mm-hmm. I had to let you in on that, right? I had to say, hey, this is a strain. This is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you're at, And I think we even had the conversation of, I love you so much, but you're actually adding a burden by asking for this thing before the calendar yeah, because you didn't know. So every time you wanted to make an appointment, you had to stop and you had to ask me. And the thing about mental load is when you're already carrying around whatever it is that you're thinking about planning, monitoring, trying to like get things done and somebody stops and and says, hey, I have a question. I need to ask for even if it's 30 seconds of Mm -hmm. mental load, please remember this thing for me because I need this information it can easily become overwhelming. What I've gotten better at is letting you know when I'm overwhelmed. Um, Mm -hmm. You've gotten better at when you're like, I have a task for you, baby girl. You'll usually go like the the silent comma, (laughs) not right this second. Because the moment, if if it's a day where I'm feeling overwhelmed mentally and you start a sentence with, baby girl, I've got a task for you. 
it's immediate side eye. It's immediate. Oh yeah. What? Now there are times, and you can't possibly anticipate this, so I don't try to make him. I don't have this expectation. Mm -hmm. There are times when you're like, baby girl, I've got a task for you. And I, everything's kind of like quiet in my mind. Things are just ticking along as they should. There's not like pressing things like coming at me from all different directions. Is part of that whatever the mix in my brain is that makes it neuro spicy? I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Maybe everybody has all this noise in their head all the time. I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> on a good day, I'm like, okay, daddy, whatever you need. And I'll write it down or I'll put it in the calendar mm -hmm. or I'll do it immediately. Even if I don't have a deadline, it's better right. if I do shit immediately, even if I don't have, you know, that's just better. But on a rough day when it's, I'm thinking about this kid's need and that kid's need and the bill that has to get paid and the dinner that has to get made and what you need, both what you've asked for explicitly and what I am noticing that I want to be able to do for you or that would make me feel good to do those things for you. But I'm yeah. like, how do you fit all this in? There's too much. And then <laughs> poor you, poor innocent you, you're like, maybe girl, I'll have a task for you. The fact that one eyeball doesn't just explode <laughs> right then and there from the blood pressure rise is pretty uh, impressive. Yeah, the blood pressure meds yeah, are working. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, and I think as, as both a service missive who wants to be the one doing the things to take care of the people that she loves, especially mm -hmm. my daddy Dom, but also as somebody socialized absolutely in certain gender roles of this is what you do in a relationship. But also being a person who had, I was a 12 year long relationship where I just took care of shit because I'm kind of that person that, yeah, I have an expectation that a partner will help, mm -hmm. but even if they're not helping, shit still has to get done. Right. And I'm probably just gonna fucking get it done because and, it's gotta get done. And what we, correct know. me if I'm wrong at that point, but at this point, but you know, at, at that time, with that relationship, if you didn't do it, it just wasn't gonna happen. Right, and and I have carried that with me through my whole adult life. That relationship started when I was 19. Within moments after that relationship started, I started taking on the role of, well, fuck, if I don't do it, it won't get done, but it needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And I have never fully let go of that. Um, in Discord chat, I, I posed a question about mental load and we do a kinky question of the day in our Discord server, available through our Patreon. Anyway, um, and I, somebody said, you know, I, my partner will do what they can, but when they can't, they just don't have it. Mm -hmm. Even when I'm struggling, I tend to be the one that just gets shit done and I'm like, same. When you rightfully need to rest or you're overwhelmed or, you know, you're going through it, I, because of all the times you do participate and provide, and it is not like that first relationship where, man, I needed better boundaries, but um, <laughs> I still to this day, until as you saw last night, I was literally shaking and sweating and yeah. I don't know what happened to me last night, until I can physically not move, everybody else around me can be collapsing if it has to get done, I will get it done to my own detriment, mm -hmm. mentally and physically. Mentally, I find that when I push through, I feel satisfied I got it done. Yeah. But the one thing, and this is where communication becomes so important, please, please, please submissives learn how to speak up. Uh, if I push through and keep carrying the, the full mental load while the people around me who I care about are stopping or slowing down either because they're 
your body or mind are forcing you to, or I'm even I'm over here going, just rest, it's fine. Resentment will absolutely creep in mm -hmm. if I don't talk about it. If I don't go, wait, I got too much on my plate right now. Wait, I can't figure this out. It's yeah. why last night, it was not on purpose that I did it. It's just something I've become used to that we can do. Well, I was able to go, I cannot decide what dinner is for another night. Okay. Please take but it I'd, I'd like I'd like to give you another observation. <laughs> oh, sure. On last night. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, even before you sat down for dinner, while you were preparing dinner, I could see yeah. what was happening you i feel like i should get my, my burp pad for when the kids were <laughs> little and like give me a little pat on the back there excuse me i'm sorry folks but anyway um i saw what was going on with you and i asked you several times what can i do to help yeah what what can I do to help? And you pushed me away. Not physically. No, yeah, yeah. But, no. Right. But you Do you want to understand how that and, why that is? And it got to the point I know. that you were so adamant about what you were doing, even though I could see that you were Oh, I was struggling. You you were you were teetering on the edge <laughs> I was swaying okay. on my feet literally I was I, shaking I with had, a knife in my hand <laughs> I, I had to come in and, and leave the room and, and leave you to your own yes. designs um, you know but I could have very easily been there peeling potatoes cutting potatoes and whatnot. so can we talk about this though because yeah. I think I, that is a, a astute observation and you're not wrong but let me explain it from a person who, for all kinds of reasons, good, bad, neutral, <laughs> tries to do all of the things, right? First of all, if I am already the doer of most of the things, right? As we've said, service submissive, mm -hmm. business owner, life admin, de default parent. Yeah, It's always coming at me anyway, right? Like what gets, intercepted by you is when you're aware of it and you are more aware first of all than most <laughs> cis et men you just are uh i'd like to take credit for that but you came that way so i'm very i'm very appreciative uh, also we have gotten better at communicating so you i five years ago 10 years ago could have told you something you've held that information in your head pull it out when necessary so you understand more because i've communicated more mm -hmm. that is very true so, but one, old habits die hard. Two, in my experience, other people will have a different, when the mental load become, hits a certain level, and I, don't, I can't name that level for you. Yeah. But when there's just so much going on, there absolutely comes a point where you go, it is faster if I just keep moving forward. Two, there also comes a point, and this was me last night, where in the, we don't have a small kitchen, we have a decent sized kitchen, mm -hmm. but man, it feels overcrowded when two of us are trying to cook together in the space and the tasks that needed to be done. Yeah. Especially because the mental load required that I timed this out just right. So this food item finished at approximately the time this food item, blah, blah, blah. I felt that, and I'm probably incorrectly, I'm not saying that because I thought this mm -hmm. it was correct, not every thought in my head is the right one, 
But it felt easier to go, no, because I've already done the mental work of exactly how this needs to happen. So this can, the result can be when and how I want mm -hmm. it. So while asking if you can help is the good and right thing to do, the reality is, is once I've gone through that whole exercise of mapping this out, planning this out, figuring mm -hmm. this out, and I've got the steps in my head, all we have to do now is execute. It's actually in that moment to me, less helpful. The thing you couldn't have known, you couldn't have known because we didn't have this conversation because mm -hmm. I didn't know I was gonna be out of it last night. It would be better to have that conversation before we're in execution mode. What's for dinner tonight? Oh, well, I was gonna make this mm -hmm. and this is what I was gonna make with it. And here's how, you know, part of that's on me to communicate that, but yeah. here's how I think that's gonna go. That in a moment like last night is the time to go, okay, well, I'll do this part and you do that part. Okay. And at that point, then I'm not even mentally planning the part you say you're gonna do. You just, yeah. you're gonna do it. I'm only thinking about this, but by the time I have, I have a, an entire map in my head of what happens A, B, C, mm -hmm. you can't come in on step B and ask if you can help because it throws the whole thing off. And, and I, yet, <laughs> and yet, okay. And I understand about, you know, because both of us plan, you know, Hey, look, I'm going to be doing this later. I'm going to need your help. Let, let's do that. You know, are you going to need me to do that? Help you with this later. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. You know, that does not preclude watching your baby girl submissive fall apart at the edges. I know. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know it was, I was that bad. <laughs> I just knew I was very hot and sweaty and I just, I couldn't take a deep breath last night. Yeah. It was, yeah, it got bad. I know it did. Yeah. But that's, that's one of the ongoing, when I, read or watch or listen to, to people talking about mental load, that's one of the major frustrations is there's all, and and I think there's no perfect solution to this. I, I get where some mm -hmm. people come from where they get almost a little agitated when somebody, when they go, how can I help? Because what you just asked for is new mental load. You've asked for new uh, l mental, emotional labor because I have to stop my plan and go, how do I direct this to you? When, mm -hmm. when a lot of times what, what somebody wants sometimes is don't ask me how to help, just do the thing. That last night's not a good example right. of that because I was in the process, so all you could do was help. Yeah. But it's where, like I said, resentment can creep in if you mm -hmm. are the one carrying so much mental load for so many things, because if I could have designed a perfect world over all meal time, every time a, a meal has to be, planned and executed for two or four of us is if way before I'm I'm standing there in the kitchen, mm -hmm. we're actually having a conversation of, we're gonna make yeah. this and this is how we're gonna do it. Now there, we're at a point in our relationship, that's not actually true anymore. We don't need that because tonight you're making hamburgers and hot dogs. Right. I know that my job, because we've, we've done this enough times, mm -hmm. I know my job while you're standing by the grill, if you end up doing it on the grill, I'm getting the table set, I'm getting drinks ready, I'm, I'm slicing the cheese to go on the burgers. Like I know what my role is yeah. because we've divvied that up. So the mental load of once the decision is made is it's a burgers and dogs night. We know the division of labor, mm -hmm. but there are enough things even now after 10 years, we don't have the shorthand for it. And on a good day, I can switch gears and go, hey, yeah, you do this. Or I can go, no, 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 I got it. But if you go do this, that would be really helpful. Okay. On a bad day, however, there's it's too noisy up here in my brain. Okay, because I, I, I can understand your 
perception of saying, you know, you asking me what I can do to help mm -hmm. creates a new mental load. Mm -hmm. But what if, and if is the middle word life, I, you know, it, it's just the way it is. What if by me saying, what can I do to help? And you saying, oh, could you peel these potatoes? That removes some mental load. On a good day. When I'm already like, there's like, I'm only thinking about two or three things that need to get done. Maybe, huh, I've got that magical moment that only happens once a year where I'm actually only focused on the, the task at hand mm -hmm. and I don't have a lot else going on. It's this, it's like a record scratch interruption. Some days I can handle it better and I can look out at, at the mental map I have in my head of what is happening and the steps I've created. And I can go, ah, yes, here's where I could use some help. If you'll do that, that's great. Sometimes, and you've noticed this, you've come in, you've asked, is there anything I can do to help? I'll go, no, 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 I'm good. And then five minutes later, I'll go, hey, daddy, actually could, because mm. I've had time to process because there's enough mm. processing power in the CPU that is my brain to go, <laughs> let me shift gears. Okay, if I take myself out of this step of the plan and give that to him and he just does that and there's and I can see that there's room on the counter for that. I can see that there's the tools necessary. If there's yeah. one clean knife and I need it, you don't get it to help me with another <laughs> task, right? Like that's what the mental load means when you yeah. are the administrator of certain parts of life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because it's never just peel the potatoes. It's counter space, yeah. it's tools, it's access to it. Like, it sounds so stupid to break it down like that. And I think most of us don't yeah. think about breaking down tasks to those small steps and pieces. And I'm doing it, trying to do it in a split second. And sometimes yeah. my neurospicy brain goes, nope, 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 don't interfere. Don't help me get away, get away. I have a plan. And sometimes my brain does that. And then a few minutes later goes, actually, okay, I can see yeah. how this would work. And sometimes I'm good. And I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. sure, here. Right. And I can't tell you which one of me you're gonna get in a given day. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Maybe odds so, ever be in your favor. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But you know, and I didn't think about this last night. Sometimes I can be a little slow, folks. I admit it. But you know, we have a tough love clause that you can Oh yes, shut and I me use down it. in a heartbeat and you have used it. I do. I tell you, get your butt to the doctor, go sit down, take your meds. I fucking love that power, yeah. <laughs> I think we need one in reverse after but, last night. But here's the thing, you already have that. I do. The thing but, is, and it's <laughs> Okay, so this is gonna sound very what's the word I want? This is gonna sound probably arrogant. I mean it as confidence because it is my reality. <laughs> I'm a person who's very competent 95% of the time. And that is true, I and agree I with really that. I really struggle you... with that other 5% when I'm not. Like, <laughs> it fucks with me. But what that means, a few things, okay? It tends to mean that I've trained the people in my life to expect me to handle it because I do, right? Right. So when do people ask me if they can help? All of y'all, I mean, everybody mm -hmm. I know. The moment you finally see signs of a struggle, but do you know how much it takes for me to get to signs of a struggle? It's already, the struggle's yeah. already been happening up in my brain the whole time. And I can hide it because I just I just get shut down. Mm -hmm. You probably notice it quicker than anybody because I get very short tempered. I'm I'm snappy. I'm mm -hmm. there's no kindness in my voice because I'm busy. I got shit going up in my brain and Scorpio I'm trying to Scorpio bitch from hell. Right. To a T. But to get to the point where somebody finally goes, Whoa, you need to sit down. I'm gonna do this. I've got this. Let me mm -hmm. handle it. 
that's like minutes, hours, days after I probably hit the point I should have I should have tapped out and gone. I need help. Here's, here's a question for you on that on that note. With that, um, you know, last night I I saw your distress. How mm-hmm. you were, you know, mm-hmm. it was very evident. Oh yeah, I was way. about to fall down with okay. a knife in my hand. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not proud of that, y'all. <laughs> by coming to you and saying to you, "What can I do? Well, you know, where do you need help?" Do you see that as a failure on your part because you're not able to do something you think you should be able to do? Um, I'm sure there are times where that happens because my service submissive self also loves having control. I know that that probably <laughs> is paradoxical to some people. Like, wait, but you're submissive, but you like having control. Right, because I think I can do things right and better than other people. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that probably does sound arrogant, but I've backed it up with proof, so it's fine. Um. So sometimes, yes, if I am consciously aware or if I have enough space in my brain to think about, oh, I, I want to do this because this is what I do for you or this is mm-hmm. this is my job. I said I would do it. Those moments definitely happen. Okay. When the mental loan gets to the point where I'm like, I, I'm short circuiting, yeah. that might be there subconsciously. That thought is not, it's not a conscious thought at all. It is, I have spent however long and however much energy figuring out the delicate balance of how I can do all the things I need to do in the allotted time and have Mm -hmm. it be done and executed well and up to my expectations, your expectations within the time I said it would be done so that they're, you know, everybody's expectations are met at the same time. That's not realistic. I'm not saying it's healthy. I'm just saying it's how my brain works. and it's a very delicate balance. It is a house of fucking cards. And once it gets to that point, and that's not an everyday, all day kind of thing, but that is a from time mm-hmm. to time. You coming in and going, oh, I'll just take this one card in this part of the pile right here and everything's fine. It feels like, even though it's not rational, it feels like everything's gonna fall apart because I have a plan. And again, is this my brand of neuro spicy? I don't know. Is this anxiety? I don't know. Do other people feel this way? Probably. It's the the disruption of the plan when I've already got so much going on up in my brain that mm-hmm. the even asking a question adds to the mental load in a way that is immediately overwhelming. Much easier, and air quote that because really it's not, <laughs> to brush you aside and go, I got this then to go, okay, let's wait, let's hold on, let's stop, let's recalculate with this additional person who would would mean it was not a house of cards anymore. We've got like a foundation of both of us are working yeah. on things. Tell that to my brain in the middle of like the, I've got all the things going on when the mental load hits that point. Very fortunate that that is not the constant. That's not the everyday. Um, my reaction to being asked, can I help you is not the same every day. Mm-hmm. We just happen to have in our in our immediate memory banks a very extreme version of that. Because the thing is about the mental load from my perspective, service admissive, when I look at any given situation, let's let's take last night for example. I'm thinking that because I'm not a very flexible like physically I'm not a very flexible person when it comes to change, okay, is what I mean to say. So we typically have dinner around the same time each mm-hmm. evening. 
when that has to be thrown off, it's usually a pre-planned situation. Everybody's aware. I don't love it because I'm not great with my routine being thrown off, but okay, I, it was not a surprise, so it doesn't bother me. <laughs> Last night, I had it in my head, right, wrong, or otherwise, mm-hmm. that I can manage everybody's expectation of when dinner was going to be at a certain time, but it required a very delicate balance of when I did what and in what order and how it went down. Like True. the the water had to boil at in the exact right mm. amount of time for everything. Like it was just, it was ridiculously like, uh, I set too high expectations for things. The same time I'm going, wait, my daddy really likes this thing with his dinner and he's gonna want this. Oh, a kid is not gonna eat this shit, but they will eat that. So let me make sure I have that. Oh, I'm trying to plan this. We're gonna have leftovers from this and that's gonna be lunch. And then, and that's on top of just the noise that's in my head of, okay, you've got an appointment tomorrow. Okay, you're mm-hmm. not feeling so great. Okay, what are you doing for work tomorrow? Oh, that's right, we have a stream tomorrow. Like, mental load in that capacity for somebody who does a lot is just, it's a constant, like there's just noise, right? And the way my brain operates, I'm flitting from thought to thought until I get focused on something. Mm -hmm. And then once I get focused on something, but the worry or the, I want to keep everybody happy, that is not realistic. And yes, I need to work (laughs) on it. And I, I want everybody to get what they expect to get when they expect to get dinner at this time, food that I've said I'm gonna make, Mm -hmm. food that they like, keep the food they don't like with them. Look, all of that, that adds onto it. And it becomes this weight of just mental activity that then makes it very difficult sometimes to think rationally, right? So <laughs> mental load is a service submissive. I most of the time don't mind bearing it. I feel mm-hmm. empowered. I feel powerful. I feel like I'm doing something and taking care of the people I care about. And I fucking love that feeling. So 90% of the time, 95% of the time, I'll take the mental load and I feel like I'm good at it. Am I really? I don't know. From outsider's observations, maybe not, but I feel like it's something I'm really fucking good at. I was a, look, yeah, I was an executive assistant for like four or five years. It was fucking amazing at that job. Okay, ruined that guy for every assistant he had after me. Literally, he would come tell me, I cannot keep working with this person, they're not you. Like, (laughs) I fucking love that. (laughs) Maybe it's the praise king in me, I don't know. But that's, you know, I love being able to do the things that you allow me to do for you. I like being a parent who feels like she's to the best of my ability and, you know, throwing good heavy dose of mom guilt from here time to time, taking care of my family. Mm -hmm. I like feeling like we're building a business and we're building something bigger and than us. That's true. true. Meaningful. Um, But every bit of that comes with its own mental load. And I usually I'm like, bring it the fuck on until it's a bad brain day, until I'm like physically not feeling well, until you have those moments where they all collide at once and it's overwhelming. But because of the nature of our relationship and who you are as a partner, as a man, as a dominant, all of that, I know I can come to you and go, I am overwhelmed. I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. I need help. Knowing that I can is what makes it easier to let go. Bad luck for you. You were wanting me to let go when I was in the middle of the storm. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I ha- don't have good skills for how to get myself out of that storm. We just got to blow through it. We just got to like work through it. Don't talk to me. Don't make eye contact with me. Just let me do my thing. Come out the other end. And, and then I'm better, you know? Okay. Now, once I had the sharp knife in my hand and I was literally swaying on my feet and sweating, like pouring sweat down my face. And I almost sliced my own thumb while trying to slice the roast beef. Uh, that was a great time to go, nope, I will take that from yeah. you. And I think that's a good partner thing, but that was out. I felt the dominance there. You're like, no, 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 that's mine. You go sit down. And then even then I didn't really sit down. I started serving up plates and I'm yeah. swaying, holding the plate. Yeah. I'm not proud of that. I find it funny in a way that I know it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I should have just just sat my ass down. It was not your best moment. Let's put it that moment. way. I mean, in light of what we did yesterday afternoon, knowing what that can entail, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's hard to plan anything mm-hmm. around that. Mm-hmm. It's just the nature of the beast. But I go back to the conversation we ended up having after all of that, where I was mm-hmm. like, here's what I need from you. I can't, please don't make me think about dinner. Yeah. You know, please don't, please don't make me think. I was mm-hmm. like, we do a thing where this is division of labor, which I think we've done that episode too. Um, if one of us cooks, the other one does dishes. Right. And sometimes when it's, when we're about even, it's been an every other day or you've taken two or three days of one and I've taken, you know, we're feeling like we're on even ground. One of us will go, okay, we have to have dinner tonight. Cause apparently you got to do that every fucking <laughs> night of your fucking life. Why what do you have to eat all the time? Oh, Jeez. Uh, what do you want to do, dishes or dinner? And sometimes yeah. we have those conversations. That's a division of labor thing. Last night, I was so overthinking about a meal, planning it, and fucking making it that I went, I'll wash dishes. Please, God, just make the dinner. Just plan it, decide what we're having, keep me out of the discussion. Because look, we grocery shop together. Yeah. I know the food we have is something I'll eat. It's fine. Um, I think you turned off that fan instead of turning so, it on. It's getting very hot um, in here. Um, um, yeah, I've been arguing with this fan most of the morning. So I think everybody's capacity for their mental load is different. I think yeah. everybody's experience with it is going to be different based on not just your role in a power exchange, not just your role in any relationship, but mm-hmm. like what the hell's going on with you and how you're wired, how you move through the world. If you are a person who wants to take on a lot of responsibility and just wants to do most many some of the things like and and what you've gone through in life you know neurodivergent or not uh anxiety and depression and others or not like all of those things are going to affect how you react to whatever your mental load is at the time what i love among many things that i love about power exchange and I think it's something that non-kinky relationships could really benefit from, is the fact that in our power exchange, we understand our roles because we've talked about them. We talk about them almost all the time of, Mm -hmm. this is what you do, this is what I do. When something new comes up, we go, okay, who does what here? We are very cognizant of each other's strengths and weaknesses, and so we play to each other's strengths. You do the things you're better at. I do the things I'm better at. I'm better at the stuff that just requires a lot more time. But you know what? 
you are, like you said at the very top, you're the one that's talking to the neighbors. You got a new bestie in the neighborhood. You've got the the cell phone numbers of several people. You are the one that they recognize and are going to come say hi to. That is a emotional load that I don't want. I look example there i was out in the garage today doing something for the shop doing a a paddle thing and your new bff pulled into her driveway across the street thankfully it was an appropriate time to do this but i went yes now we're lowering the garage door because she's a very nice person yeah but no i'm not doing that whereas you'd be like oh god i hope she doesn't come over but then she would have and you'd have had a conversation with her so we each take on and share in the roles that you know, very, there's a word, deliberately. We are very aware mm-hmm. and we think about those things and we talk about those things and some things are dom sub and some things are, you're just better at that than I am or you're willing to do it. Sometimes it's not a better or worse. It's a, I'm willing to do this and I'm not willing to do that. And that's how we distribute that within our power exchange. Yeah. And I think every relationship needs more of that, of the talking about what are you willing to do that I don't want to do? What am I willing to do that you don't want to do? Because then you can pre-negotiate some of the mental load and you Mm -hmm. can go, okay, that's not a thing that I have to think too much about uh, unless I'm needed, you know, unless something comes up. Okay. And I can be over here thinking about the things that I need, but then it comes back to communication because well, then when true. you are overloaded, you got it to the and best I, of your ability. And I think, and I'm, I'm going to say that, and I just thought of this because it, it applies to me quite a bit. Um, sometimes it's hard to recognize when you've become overwhelmed with the mental load. Mm-hmm. It's like mental load creep. Yes. It, it it comes up slowly. It builds. Yes. It builds. So you don't really always notice it. If it comes on quick, yeah, you're like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we we got to do something here. But there are times when this comes in, that comes in, and mm-hmm. followed by that, and then another thing, and you know, it just kind of creeps up slowly, mm-hmm. and and you're not aware of it. What I have found this does not make it never happen but it does mitigate some of that when i am communicating with you about the things that are going on mm-hmm. like when we kind of we don't do it every day but when we're gonna have like a, a busy scheduled day i'll sit down and go okay here are the things that are being scheduled here are the things that we have coming up here are the appointments we have here here's what my day is gonna look like here you know whatever those conversations look like i have found with us that me just getting that out there it doesn't necessarily take mental load off of me, mm-hmm. but it lets you know, oh, she's got she's got a lot that she's juggling right now, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, um, I I tend to tell you before I make appointments for the kids. Oh yeah, there's this thing I'm gonna have to make an appointment. Oh yeah, I thought of this. There's probably an appointment needed for that. Oh yeah, we have to do this. We have right, and I talk about it enough that I think you are more aware. And sometimes we're on the same page and we're planning stuff together, and I. in general, I prefer that because then we're sharing the mental load. And I like that because we work really well together and you'll think of something that I'm not thinking of. I'll think of stuff you haven't Mm -hmm. thought of and we get a better end result. Right. And we share that load. Um, So that goes back to me about communication skills and just talking about stuff. And I can only speak as a very specific type of service submissive. Um, if you are a service submissive or you're the type of submissive who worries <coughs> about, you know, stressing out your partner or overwhelming them, or you have this idea false as it ought to be that you're supposed to somehow just 
you know, keep the, the hard stuff to yourself, that's bullshit. If you are a service submissive or any kind of submissive who like feels the weight of the mental load, even though yes, you signed up for it, you negotiated it, you agreed to have this role and you want the role, the mm-hmm. more you can talk about what you're working on, what you're thinking about, what you're anticipating, what has to be done with your partner, the more you're gonna find opportunities where you can go, hey, can you help me with this? It's easier to go, hey, I need help. I don't, I have, have worked hard and I'm still working at it, but I've worked hard to get to the point where I ask for help before I need it so that we are on the same page. Mm-hmm. Even if you cannot offer much help beyond the supportive listening role, that is sometimes enough. Or if there's not much you can do, but I've had the like space to go, this is, this is a thing and it's on my mind. When you see me then stressed out or struggling, you might not be able to help me with that thing, but you might be able to take care of all the ancillary stuff that's like, yeah. you know, making sure a kid does this or making sure the dog has that, all this other stuff that adds to the mental load. I'm not having to worry about that. I can mm-hmm. focus on this thing I'm struggling with. Yeah. So, you know, as always, communication for the win. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically, before we started today's episode, <laughs> privately, I told JB, I don't know if we have a lot to say about mental load, but we'll just go as long as what. Yeah. So I have I have a feeling there are um, more things that could be said if it was a day when I was more articulate, maybe like <laughs> smarter things could be said. Right. Um, I do think we all have our own experience with this and there are a lot of different ways to deal with it and mitigate it. These are just our experiences. Right. Um, we are works in progress. Uh, as you could tell from our example from last night, I'm not great at going, yeah, it, I need help. No. Um, but I do think it's more important to explain to you what that's like. And I wish I could articulate it better. The chaos in my mind mm-hmm. and that house of cards, delicate balance, tight rope walking that I feel like I'm doing. So why why it's important that you're like, I'm here. What do you need? How can I help? Sometimes I can't answer that. Okay. I want to. Mm-hmm. What I know for me is that it's better for me to give you a heads up about what's coming so we can maybe map that out better than to be in yeah. the center of the storm and try to navigate that. But that that's us mm. and our experience with mm-hmm. dealing with our own individual mental load and each other's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And each other's. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, are we good? Oh, I don't know. And uh, we will go into a bonus section. Yeah. You know, we've been here for a hot minute already. Mm-hmm. If you got to listen to this episode in shifts, our feelings are not hurt. <laughs> okay. Oh, you didn't. Oh, you did. But then again. I interrupted. I need you to do my cue again or I don't know. So are we really good this time? <laughs> That's not for me to say. Keep, Keep it kinky, kinky y'all. y'all. And we'll see you next week. baby girl can i talk to the cricket yeah i'm gonna let you okay does that mean you're about to get up and walk away or yes. oh okay that's what Something that was. i have to do uh the problem is is my brain is a little bit like pudding today <laughs> so <laughs> what do i have to talk about i don't know <laughs> i really don't i really really don't um 
yeah no it, yesterday was a day of appointments uh tomorrow is a morning of appointments we uh are bribing ourselves with a trip to duncan tomorrow because jb has an 8 a.m the 13 year old has a 9 10 a.m that should never have been scheduled that way and once i realized i had done that i was like oh but if i try to change it it's just gonna make it worse so okay so we're making the 13 year old get up with us to go to the 8 a.m he has to sit either in the car in the waiting room whatever wherever's most comfortable uh and then when we have to hope that jb's 8 a.m appointment is not running late it shouldn't be it's the first of the day but you know how this goes then we leave there and we sprint across town to that appointment and then our our reward for getting through both appointments and hopefully everything being on time so we're going to duncan so um yeah and then yes saturday we're going down to uh jb's mom's house and we have rented a u-haul cargo van uh so that we can bring back some things that um he has uh, you know claimed for himself plus we're cleaning out and we're doing that kind of stuff um yeah my brain's like pudding y'all i uh I don't know i don't we didn't see so i don't even have that uh i can tell you that we're working but aren't we always that's just kind of that's kind of boring uh i can give a kind of a little sneak peek he's not here to tell me i can't so we'll go for the uh ask for forgiveness instead of permission uh jb seems to be willing to bring back a youtube thing we did just a couple of times but people really liked it we called it from daddy's desk where it's his perspective his daddy down perspective on some kink uh or power exchange thing um we don't know when exactly i think we'll do it in both video format and uh, audio podcast format so the podcast listeners you'll get to to hear the audio version of whatever it is um i'll be putting up posts and things asking for what do you want to get jb's specifically jb's perspective on um soon ish uh because he he did give me the task of help me come up with some ideas and i went i love you so much my task list is full this will not be given high priority (laughs) so and i didn't expect it to i know but you i think part part of it is i rush in when i hear a thing and i don't always give jb time to fully explain himself but sometimes he thinks a thing that is implied is obvious and my brain just doesn't work that way so i'm like okay i'll do that but uh, i can't do it anytime soon he's like well i know that i'm like yeah but you didn't say that (laughs) i need you to add that part (laughs) semicolon take your time i know you're busy um so yeah you ran away did you try to make this room cooler by any chance it's very i did hot. that before we started it didn't work no it didn't work uh yeah i i got nothing what have you got i'm i'm just i don't know I yeah don't know. um i think what i need is a nap do i have time for it no but it is probably what i need yeah i mean i you know we have so much going on and you know, I, I, I hate to, and, and don't get me wrong in, in saying what I'm about to say. Um, you know, we, we have so much going on and all of a sudden my sister's 
um, insistence on settling things with my mom's house and belongings Mm -hmm. almost feels like an inconvenience. Yeah. No, I actually totally get you on that one. (laughs) And and yet I am grateful that it is at least. It's called There's No Such Thing as a Perfect Time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, I, I, I have that feeling. But yet I'm grateful. I mean, it it is just the fact that we were able to keep that appointment and the way things went. You know, I've been sleeping better at night. I am so happy for you. Mm. Like I have noticed because I yeah. can tell when you're not sleeping better. Right. And that's a good thing. I, mm-hmm. And you the mental load you've been carrying, not to get back on topic, has been a lot of emotional stuff and yeah. and worry and, and concern because things needed to happen that were not happening. And I... When I saw that this was really potentially, I'm st- we're still a little skeptical. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, this seemed to be really moving forward. I I immediately thought, oh, I hope he feels just better, not good, yeah, but better. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah, it 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 has, and um, yeah, I'm grateful to see it moving forward. Mm-hmm. Very very grateful for that. So I mean, beyond beyond all that, you know, not been a lot going on. Um, same old, same old. We mostly. we are in the pre-planning, lots of pre-planning for the oldest to make his way off to. And there's still so much to do. I know. <laughs> still I know. so much to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So you know that's that's been consuming a big chunk of our time. Um, all the fur babies are doing well. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that Cheddar, the outdoor cat that really supposedly had a home and there was drama last week. You can check out the bonus section of yeah. last week. Um, I haven't seen her, so I'm... I have a theory. Okay. Um, she is the house where she supposedly... Right. ...lives. Right. Um, she is now hanging out two houses... On the other other side. And she's forsaken us. Might be my fault. Because you. I was the one who. Scruffed her. She came to me. I scruffed her Mm -hmm. and got her in a a cat carrier. So I I think she's mad at me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I I bear the weight of that. uh. Well, last time I saw her, she looked like she'd been in a bush. I was like, you need to come to our house. We have the brush you like. I will brush you. She has not come to our house. No. No. It it might be a hot minute before she she comes back this way again. I know. She's not going to trust us not to put her in a box. Or at least me, yeah. (laughs) It's fine. Even though it was for her own good. It was. I know. (laughs) I know. I think she might have a tinge of baby girl in her. (laughs) Because nothing pisses me off when you make me do something. Nothing pisses you off more than when I scruff you and put you in a box, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, cat equivalent of going into the corner. So, yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, I think that's about it for yeah. us. Yeah. I, I think we both have pudding brains right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks for 
being here with us yep. for going on. Glad you can join us today. Whatever this journey was with us today. <laughs> uh, hope to see you Friday night for our, uh, our hangout. Friday night hangout, virtual lunch, mm-hmm. BDSM Q&A. Um, yada, yada. Blah, blah. Hopefully I'm firing all cylinders by then. Same. All right? I We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, right. but we're going to go. We yep. will talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye, folks. <laughs>